0: Well, on that note, folks, welcome
1: <laughs> to another episode of Not Another Film Podcast. This is the podcast where we take movies we used to love as kids and we re-examine them in the harsh and sobering light of 2022.
0: As kids, Ian? <laughs> as, uh, define kids. When were you watching this?
1: As the, the uh, what is the, the middle of the road definition of the word pubescent? Uh, <laughs> like, tween? Um, Maybe a little later than tween Like 13, 14? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, I wasn't shit. watching this shit as a tween I was too busy watching Dragon Ball Z <laughs> I
0: don't know, a lot of kids apparently From what I've heard have stumbled upon this movie And they're like, oh, accidentally it was on <laughs> Um, yeah, you know,
1: you stumbled as in I turned off the light and then I stumbled. Like you you actively sought to stumble into this movie. Yeah, as I mean a it could be boy. like a
0: pen 15 situation where it's just like it's at a party and you're like I'm not ready to see this. Ah.
1: Any party that is like actively showing a movie like Wild Things or Wild Things, that is a party you need to leave you're in the invitation if that that is what's happening here jinkies uh my name is ian gears i'm one of your co-hosts i'm joined by lauren thompson our other co-host how are you lauren
0: i'm great ian
1: good i'm I'm so happy i'm
0: so happy to be here i'm watching uh the cat behind you slowly try to knock that lighter right off the table And I was yep. just waiting for it to happen. I was, I'm was. i so sad that you just noticed because I was slowly watching it happen. Oh, oh, Yeah, oh, he was uh, oh, He was slipping and
1: sliding. He was, you know, catting and he gliding. He could tell you started recording
0: and, and he just really wanted to be a part of things because he's a Wild Things enthusiast.
1: He is a Wild Things enthusiast. So that's right, folks. If you have not uh, gotten this, we're talking about 1998's Wild Things. This movie has come requested. From listeners, many from times. people who listen to the show, yeah, many people like have many asked us people. to do this. Um, some people we know; those people, uh, I would love to have a deeper conversation about why they want to hear us talk about the this movie. The people
0: wanted this.
1: The people have spoken, and uh, and that is Wild Things. Wild Things, one hundred percent. So, Lauren, talk to us about the first time that Wild Things entered your bubble of awareness.
0: Um, let's see. The first time I watched it. Was about nine months ago with you. Not yes, I sat you podcast. down.
1: I forced you to watch this like Alex in A Clockwork Orange. I had your eyes peeled back.
0: Yep. Uh, so not, not even for this podcast. This is before it got recommended. Um, and we just watched it. And I, I went in not knowing pretty much anything. Except for literally, as, as I mentioned before, except for um, the episode of Pen15 on Hulu. Um, that is about two middle schoolers that um, and they go to a party one night where they're like, my older brother has a copy of Wild Things, so we're all gonna watch. And these two middle school girls go in not knowing what to expect and are like, ah, what's happening? Hell yeah. And I, I had no context for what the movie that they were, what, it was clearly a movie that like the wider pop culture uh, was supposed to know like what it was going into this episode and know like oh boy these kids aren't ready and I didn't know and then now watching this I'm like oh god I can't imagine watching this at like 12 or 13.
1: Yeah uh as someone who watched this at 12 or 13 Lauren it it was a lot you know you it's a (laughs) lot a
0: lot's happening.
1: A lot's happening, and ninety percent of it, I did not really uh, understand or was even aware aware of.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still think like most of the movie doesn't make any sense to me. I think the only thing that I can definitely say I retained from this movie was the name Sam Lombardo, and that is Sam purely Lombardo. because they say it dozens of times.
1: I think conservatively, two hundred and nineteen times do they say the name Sam Lombardo in <laughs> like, this movie. It,
0: it is truly the most surefire drinking game to get you dead.
1: That would be great. Drink every time there's a twist. Drink every time they say Sam Lombardo. No,
0: you'd be dead within thirty minutes, Ian. They yeah. say drink his every full time name the tone of time. the
1: scene changes on a hairpin.
0: <laughs> I, I, you could do so many. Any drink anytime you see a gator.
1: Oh my um, God, you would or be trash. someone says the word swamp. Drink every time you get the wildest cut you've ever seen in a movie.
0: Um, Drink every time that Kevin Bacon's stone face makes you laugh at inappropriate moments. He was so funny to me, this whole movie. He,
1: he is a producer on this film. Kevin, As This is the first movie be. Kevin Bacon has ever been a producer on. And uh, it's Good actually, uh, I was reading some trivia about this. Apparently Kevin Bacon thought it was like the trashiest thing he had ever read. But he was like, every five pages, something else happens that keeps heightening it. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And that, admittedly, as an adult watching this movie, it's less about the the sessiness of uh, Wild Things yeah. and more about... The like genuinely, I love this movie for the plot. Uh, we should give at the top here we're going to give a content warning, uh, because the plot of this movie does involve sexual assault and rape, uh, and discussions of it at the very least. And so, we just want to give a content warning at the top that we will be hopefully discussing the plot machinations surrounding these subjects in more sensitivity than the movie does. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to give that at the top yeah anyway back to wild things uh th- but so much of that stuff that didn't compute with me when i saw this as a kid for the first time yeah. because all i was thinking of was naked ladies
0: that's very true there are and this movie's
1: got a lot of them this movie know?
0: does this movie is um heavily weighted in the naked ladies favor
1: <laughs> and very lightly weighted in the naked guy's favor but, but? to pen 15's credit I don't know if I'd ever seen a penis on screen before I saw this movie.
0: That is very true. Equality.
1: Yeah. That's you know, one way there's equality.
0: It. In other ways, there's not equality. Um, yeah. And we'll get into that. <laughs> because I have very strong feelings about the Kevin Bacon of it all in this movie. I was texting Ian about this because I couldn't restrain myself. And I just, I can't wait. To, when we get to it, I can't wait to have a discussion about um, what should have happened Rightfully.
1: Yeah, um, no. You're talking about uh, Detective Ray Duquette, Ray Duquette, played by Kevin Bacon. The names in this movie, first and foremost, the names are amazing. We already discussed do Sam Lombardo. I think the reason that you say Sam
0: Lombardo is because it is fun to say the name Sam Lombardo.
1: Sam Lombardo, Ray Duquette, Kelly Van Ryan. Amazing <laughs> shit. It's
0: amazing. Denise stuff.
1: Richards plays a character named Kelly Van Ryan. Yeah, it seems and right. Yes, she is the rich girl of Blue Bay, Florida, and uh, oh, and then South Florida. Neve Campbell, right. And then Nev Campbell plays uh, Susie Toller, the, <laughs> the most common name for the most common of girls, as yes. we'll come to find out. Oh,
0: so common.
1: It, oh my, the ending of this movie is incredible. It's like the good, like when people are like, that's got more endings than Lord of the Rings. They should really start saying it's got more endings than Wild Things. Yes. And it should be a compliment. Because the amount of endings in this movie... They just keep getting better and better and better because of how unnecessary they are.
0: This is a movie that presents itself as one movie that resolves itself at, like, the 20-minute mark. Yes. And the rest of the movie is just successive en- twist endings to the movie that finished at the 20-minute mark.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, first... I
0: feel like it is the movie version of that SNL sketch, where like, the Dear Brother sketch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, where, yeah, just where like, it just keeps is, going.
0: They were just like, every time it's like, another double cross. Like, every time, mm, what you say just comes on and there's another twist and more people are fucking. Um, <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. See, I, I'm so glad you get it. Now you know what I was up to in the 90s. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this came out the same year as uh, Halloween Town. Great. Came out the same year. <laughs> Love it. Um, Yeah, 1998. So... Let's what dive a in. Year. <laughs> So, Wild Things was...
0: Sorry, I'm losing it Jesus, already. This movie is so pulling, fucking weird.
1: It's all good. I gotta pull out my notes. Uh, so, Wild Things was I mean, you, got, you by, gotta
0: have notes for this one. You gotta have charts. Charts on, really on charts charts. You
1: really do. Steven Peters, the writer of this movie, he's written a couple movies, The Fourth War and this The Wolves, This movie's written by a man? What? Shock Among Shocks. And We're, is directed sorry, by what? John Naughton. Directed by most, a man? What? can believe it um
0: <laughs> edited by a woman though from what i think i saw
1: yeah and you can only imagine what she left out uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> not kevin bacon's dick
1: <laughs> oh i have some notes on the unrated cut of this movie which there's an I not unrated seen. cut i know don't you want to see it though Was there's an it unrated it? <gasps> cut with seven more minutes oh i'll get to it it's because the big thing that it's they just cut sex. out sex.
0: it's just sex
1: um it's it is details that make the sex scenes a lot more complicated
0: oh. um
1: yeah okay. <laughs> but maybe because that's what uh, we needed them... we needed
0: more layers of complication to this because it was yeah. too straightforward
1: yes yes um but shall we begin where do, where do we even begin with this
0: um Florida
1: Florida yes shots Florida. of gators all the whole opening of this movie is just movie shots feels of wild things
0: moist.
1: And I would sweaty.
0: say very sweaty. It's very much a body heat vibe.
1: Yeah, but I love that. Yeah. So there's like there's just a lot of good sweat. atmosphere. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can feel how swampy it is.
1: So Matt Dillon plays Sam Lombardo, Ugh. who is a high school guidance counselor at Blue Bay High School in Blue mm-hmm. Bay, Florida. Yes. Um, Lauren, you're from Florida. What is Blue Bay? What, like, what's an equivalent to Blue Bay?
0: It's just like uh, general South Florida, I think. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. It probably is pretty, like, close-ish to where I live. But it's, like, it's it's just, like...
1: West Florida?
0: Uh, I lived in, like, southwest Florida. Um, so, okay. like, I lived in the Tampa area. My family still does. Um, but this is definitely a richer area than than the one that I lived in.
1: Um Would you there say are this little pockets
0: like... of it. Like, we're not as swampy. We're more of a beach town. But this is definitely more of a, like, swamps yeah, and this boating. movie
1: is swamps. Yeah, um, and and what are those called? The fan boats?
0: I don't know. I wasn't rich enough to be on one of those. <laughs>
1: Did you ever go to a gator farm? Have you ever gone to like a oh, gator yeah. show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah?
0: There are gator farms all over the place. Um, my nephew loves gators. Um, so the one in St. Augustine we've been to quite a bit. He went gotcha. um, He went trick-or-treating at a gator farm.
1: Oh, wow. Do you have yeah. to get the candy from a gator's mouth?
0: No, unfortunately, they wouldn't let him. They're like, you what could be lame... eaten by this gator. And he was like, I don't care. That's the way I go out. That's the way I go out.
1: He's like, I'm living in the time of the cron. i will be ready to stick my hand in a gator's mouth.
0: <laughs> this fucking six-year-old kid. like, I walk if I die, outside. I die. Whatever. At
1: least I'll
0: go out go, doing what I love most, chilling with a gator.
1: Yeah, more fatalistic preteens. Let's give, <laughs> give more of these. Um yeah, so Sam Lombardo is the high school guidance counselor at this school. We get introduced to a few members, literally, like a few members of the school, thankfully. We don't get like. Well, doesn't it start at this assembly
0: for sex crimes?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk us through this? It's assembly? not an
0: assembly. What do they call it? Seminar? Their
1: senior seminar.
0: Senior seminar. Which,
1: which is something that's beyond me. Is I don't know. It's not
0: a thing. I did. We did have one where it was like an assembly um, in high school. About And this is in Florida, about um, being safe, specifically at Gasparilla, which is a um, a festival in Florida where we celebrate, question mark, a pirate invasion. Um, oh. So there's a lot of, there's a parade, there's a lot of floats, there's, as you can imagine, a lot of drinking. Um, they, they very much continues that tradition of if you want beads, they will throw you beads, but only if you show your boobs. Um, so there's a so lot. So this of talk. is Florida
1: Mardi Gras. So
0: yeah, exactly. It literally is just like pirate flavored Florida Mardi Gras.
1: Um, how is this? How have I never heard of this? It's called Gasparilla.
0: Gasparilla, yes, and it is happening this year despite COVID. Um,
1: Florida,
0: <laughs> it is rough. Um Again,
1: Ron DeSantis is riding the float, Laura. I,
0: I made a mistake of going to a concert the same day as Gasparilla one time, and I saw who was saw, playing. <laughs> Who's so, playing? Who'd you say? I saw Matchbox 20.
1: Oh, fuck yeah, you did. <laughs>
0: I saw Matchbox 20 on uh, on the same day as Gasparilla. And I saw many people throwing up at, at this venue. <laughs> it was the most drunk people I've ever seen. Like people were throwing up or like looked like they were about to throw up. Like it was rough. It was a lot of drunk people.
1: Was it Um, like projectile throwing up like the coach in that second episode? I don't want to talk about this anymore
0: because you know how I feel about people (laughs) vomiting. I don't like to linger my thoughts on it. Um, It was very traumatic for me. I don't care for gas. But anyway, we had an assembly like with a PowerPoint and a special speaker about how um, we should not show our boobs at Gasparilla. Sure. And we should make sure to to, to not drink too much at Gasparilla. You were in um, high school? High school.
1: You're not supposed to drink anyway. You're in high school.
0: I know, but th- but they were like, you're Florida kids. You'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, I think they literally at one point were like, look, we know that kids will find a way. You'll find a loophole. Just don't ruin your lives over it.
1: <laughs> Incredible. Lauren, you are a well of knowledge on this episode. I'm so happy. Because so much of what you're saying makes sense to the logic of the of the teachers towards the teens in this movie. Because yeah. Sam Lombardo... Take your drink yeah much has, like in
0: this there were also kids jeering all of this that were like fuck ya titties like during <laughs> during the thing um, we get, much like the, this the, kid is, is like yelling from the back when it's like what's a sex crime it's like not getting any i'm like no that seems relatable that was i have witnessed that many times
1: honestly that is that like Holy shit! Like I've seen that happen too. That stuff like that happened in my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially watching it in a vacuum, like in a movie, you just really... Oh my god! It makes you cringe. Kids it is are so gross. The worst.
0: They're Let's
1: terrible. not get that
0: wrong, Ian. Um, children are the worst.
1: But once we get cuz we're still only in like minute 2 of this movie we're right past the first montage of Gators mm-hmm. and we're right now we're in a POV shot of Sam Lombardo take a drink walking through <laughs> the crowd of high schoolers and every girl is just fucking eating him for salivating, breakfast. Absolutely Just,
0: salivating.
1: You could not the fucking big dick energy of Matt Dillon walking down your hall. I
0: don't relate to that because I don't find Matt Dillon attractive. Really? I think that he is no offense to Mr. Dillon. Um, sure. I think he is a an absolute vacuum of charisma. Um,
1: Do you think? Whoa, 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 whoa! That's. I think that's a choice for this movie. Because I have seen movies and, where and, Matt Dillon and is great. I and hate has that well choice.
0: I could not <laughs> stop especially because after the first time we watched it, I think I, I felt maybe felt differently the first time we watched this movie. Um, but once you dropped the knowledge that Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to play this role, oh, I man. can't unsee it. And yeah. so I'm just disappointed that I'm not watching the Robert Downey Jr. version of Wild Things, which would have been infinitely more interesting.
1: I hate to say it, but that's a little bit of how I feel about Inherent Vice, which is a movie that I love. Mm -hmm. I love dearly. But I also know from very public knowledge that Paul Thomas Anderson wrote that movie for Robert Downey Jr. And it's because of the Marvel schedule that he couldn't do it. And so I will always be a little bit pissed off at Marvel because they took away me seeing Robert Downey Jr. as Doc Sportillo. Yeah, Um, and I feel that way about this.
0: I feel like there there's definitely a choice that Matt Dillon is playing a reserved version of the character so that subsequent he and Kevin Bacon I would argue are both playing very close to the chest versions of their characters so that subsequent plot like, like spoiler twists about their character will work because they were a blank slate Whereas I just think if Robert Downey Jr. was doing this, he wouldn't be interested in playing that version of the character at all. (laughs) I think that Robert Downey Jr. would be an absolute goddamn wild card in this. And I think it would be fascinating.
1: I think a lot of He would go full
0: scumbag and it would be amazing.
1: I, I, nothing against RDJ. We, there's a pro RDJ pod. We've spoken about him favorably. Every single time we've brought him up. Adore him. But do we... I don't... There's something about me not being able to picture Robert Downey Jr. in the middle of a three-way with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. But it would be I just crazy. Can't, it would be crazy. But and I want crazy. to see it. <laughs> like, I want to see it. But, like, but I don't know I, if like, I could believe it.
0: I don't know. Matt Whereas, Dylan, like, I
1: believe Matt Dillon... Like, I believe Matt Dillon would be the scumbag that would fuck two high schoolers. Yeah. And And, like... On the other side of it, I believe that people like Denise Richards, who we later find out doesn't really have a a super big twist. does not an angle. She's just kind she of like she's not really an angle. She's just kind of yeah. She's just like in love with Matt Dillon. I don't know if I buy her being in love with with fucking Kooky Downey Jr. Yeah,
0: but Ian, that's why it's a twist. Like, because I think there's something like when you see Matt Dillon having a threesome with the two of them, you're like, yeah, whatever. I guess it makes sense, movie. But like, that's what you're saying. I am not. I'm
1: not saying yeah, whatever.
0: But that like, if it was Robert Downey Jr., I think my brain would explode. I just like wouldn't. It's that thing where you're just like. What am I looking at? How did this happen? What? Do you, do I also think, think Robert Downey, I, and I think it's a price you pay. The upfront Robert Downey Jr. confusingness of it all would pay off in the second half set of twists where I'd be like, absolutely this tracks for Robert Downey Jr. He is a goddamn wild card.
1: See, I think Robert Downey Jr. would have been better off in the in the Ray Duquette role, in the Kevin I, I Bacon role. I, I,
0: I do agree about that, but... I think that he would have been good in either but you're you're absolutely right. It's maybe because I just think like I think that in for like the final set of twists which we'll get to, I think that Robert Downey Jr and Kevin Bacon would be on the same level about where this this movie obviously needs to go. Yeah. I think yeah. that like th- that they they would have they would have like, "Oh no, that would have made sense." That Robert Downey Jr and Kevin Bacon are in it together? When when Kevin Bacon has it like we're just gonna spoil this. When Kevin Bacon has his turn at the end of this, I'm like, yes, I can buy that this version of Kevin Bacon and Robert Downey Jr. would be in it together.
1: Yeah, would be would be fucking. You know what you wanted to say?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because they're not cowards. Looking at you, Matt Dillon. <laughs> That's
1: right. Um, all <laughs> Matt right, Dillon, so
0: coward. Um, so
1: yeah, so we get this—the introduction of the big dick on campus, Sam Lombardo. You gotta stop drink. saying
0: the, that, Ian. He's a monster. <laughs>
1: he's terrible. I'm not giving
0: him credit for that. Stop.
1: <laughs> um, he's teaching uh, sailing lessons and everything like that. He's got this wild instance where. Wild? Uh, wild things instance where uh he is helping this or this kid jimmy is helping him kind of put the sailboat away i know nothing about boats uh but no i went like on a boating
0: camp when i was a kid got heat stroke and then left after two days
1: that's not, that tracks <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that's my journey did, in florida it's like tried then, outdoor camp got heat stroke went home <laughs>
1: <laughs> Story watched Supernatural,
0: supernatural. <laughs> Yeah watched five episodes Of Supernatural Ate a pint of Ben and Jerry's And a chocolate sandwich Called Went to it bed,
1: Said fuck you mom Went to bed
0: <laughs> um, yes. So
1: then as he's trying to leave Up walks Kelly Van Ryan Played by Denise Richards mm-hmm. uh, I believe this is the same year If not the year before She plays a Bond girl So oh, Denise Richards you. on the up at this moment. Good for her. Yeah, and Denise Richards, a 27 year old woman who's playing an 18 year old. We assume. <laughs> um, Looking
0: like a 27 year old? Yes.
1: Yeah she she uh she comes on a little strong. Scale of one to ten, where would you put her on She's this? She's
0: like ripped. Um.
1: <laughs> oh, you're talking about her like physically. I was talking yeah. about her coming on strong to Sam Lombardo.
0: Oh yeah, well that too. Um.
1: If you want to spend your time on this podcast talking about the physical attributes of Denise Richards, I'm I, just saying her biceps are you know, not
0: unimpressive.
1: Speak, child. Like, whatever Wait, you want I, to say. I just,
0: I thought she she's a good looking lady. I think everyone in this movie looks objectively hot for the most part. And yep. I include Bill Murray in that. <laughs> 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 Yet again, I, yeah. I, side note, just have to say, I've watched this movie twice. I knew it was coming, but still when Bill Murray's name popped up in the opening credits, I had a, like a jump scare moment where I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> is it more or less believable that he's in this or Garfield? <laughs>
0: uh, I think it's more believable, like the Garfield for sure. This one is is a big out of left field.
1: Sure. Yeah, this is before the the Maria Sans.
0: Oh yeah. This is the
1: same year. Actually, no, this is the same year as Rushmore.
0: Wow, good for him.
1: Incredible shit. Um, um so Sam Lombardo is uh being uh, devoured by Denise Richards in this uh, scene where she's like, "Take me home, Mr. Lombardo." He does the smart move here of saying, "Hey, Jimmy, why don't I give you a ride too?" Mhm. Although I would say he shouldn't be like, you don't let these kids in your car.
0: He needed a witness. This is, this is when it comes out. Like, this is the plan.
1: This is it. This is he the plan. They needed
0: Jimmy to be a witness.
1: He needs plausible deniability. And
0: also because it's insanely funny the next scene that happens to imagine Lauren. yourself as Jimmy witnessing this like it's an immersive theater experience i'm Honestly, just like wait what
1: <laughs> it's the greatest theater i've ever like this is, it takes sleep no more to the next level yeah
0: i i want i want the like immersive theater experience that's i get in this car and lunch this is <laughs> like
1: this. oh no the most popular girl in school kelly van ryan's getting a ride home from the guidance counselor sam lombardo and i get to be in the car I and then the we go home and her sick. mom
0: appears on the balcony in a bikini and asks sam lombardo to come in
1: like and straight up is just like, "Hey, Sam Lombardo, want to fuck me on my terrace?" <laughs>
0: like the mom is like, I can't tell if the mom's a bad actress or if the mom is like on the level more than anyone else in this movie. On the tone of this movie,
1: I'm always gonna go with the latter. I
0: think that. I think that it's like I kind of. I think she's wish a genius. Everyone else was on her level because she is hitting like she's like Julie Cooper on The OC.
1: Yes. Like, yes, like we needed level, Melinda Clark in this role. There
0: is a level of camp that I just am like, uh, yes, I'm just like eating, it. like it's a good meal. I'm just like, yes, mm-hmm. I feel fed. Give me the camp.
1: Yeah, China's got alopecia. Let's is, do it. Yeah,
0: this movie is like so self-serious at times in its ridiculousness that it circles around into self-parody. And I kind of just really appreciate people who are on that level. It's why I think Robert Denny Jr. it would be good. It's because Robert Denny Jr. is on the level.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think there are, yeah, I think that that self-seriousness does come from the, from Matt Dillon's performance. Also like Robert Downey
0: Jr is hot. I don't I just want to go back to before where it's like, oh, people wouldn't find Robert Downey Jr hot. Robert Downey Jr is hot.
1: But no, I agree. It's more it's it's less about is Robert Downey Jr hot and more about would it, like conceivably would someone who looks like Denise Richards find Robert Downey Jr insatiably attractive. And I think from what from the archetypes this movie is building off of, mm-hmm. you need someone who looks a little bit more like the high school quarterback, mm. like Matt Dillon. I see. I think do, that
0: her attraction to him is so much more like psychosexually based on like oh he, the fact that he was
1: fucking her mom. He
0: fucked my mom, so I have to get back at my mom by fucking him. I think like that's the thing. I think that's what she's most interested in, less than like Matt Dillon himself
1: this is so much more so much more of a conversation about Kelly Van Ryan's psychology than I thought we were gonna get into yeah
0: I think that it's really all about her mom because she's obviously got unresolved issues about her dad killing himself
1: well Lauren he didn't need to do
0: that he didn't <laughs> My favorite line in the old movie. He didn't need to do that.
1: Um, her, her mom legit says, at one point, we're, we're just jumping all over the place, Kelly Van Ryan says to her mother, I just miss dad sometimes. And the mom goes, oh, well, whatever. And the mom goes, no. Or she's like, no, I miss him. And he goes, well, he didn't need to kill himself. That was his choice.
0: Such clumsy exposition, and I'm obsessed Holy shit. With
1: it. it's, what's great about the first 20 minutes of this movie even though it's like, holy shit, you know, terrible and insensitive, is that it feels like a high-budget Lifetime movie. And you oh, and I yeah. have spoken at large off-air about how we love those big-budget, trashy movies. And they they there's a little bit of resurgence of them happening, specifically on Netflix and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not getting this—they they don't feel— As real as this movie feels, if that makes sense. Like, this movie feels like a real movie. Like, a budget went into this. Yeah.
0: There was money put into this. There was,
1: like, a a a major studio was like, we're going to make the horniest, sweatiest erotic thriller we can Mm in 1998. And we got
0: movie stars to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've got the star of one of the biggest television shows on TV right now Mm. to be, like, the third lead of our movie. Yeah. In Nev Campbell, like, and she's coming off of of like the biggest horror franchise. I was of wondering the decade. if
0: this is, this is post Scream, obviously. Yeah.
1: This is post Scream and Scream Two.
0: Wow. So yeah, yeah. height of her powers.
1: And she's uh in the middle of Party of Five, so yeah. she's crushing it. Nev Campbell and Kevin
0: Bacon right was now. doing pretty well at this point too.
1: Lauren, Kevin Bacon's always been doing well. That's oh, the yeah. secret about Kevin Bacon. He's Kevin fucking Bacon. He's
0: Kevin Bacon. He's a chill dude, and I love him.
1: He's Ray Duquette. That's like, he and Kirsten really, are the closers. That's,
0: yeah, that's truly like my my secret of this movie is like I fucking love Kevin Bacon. He's great. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Love my. I guy. love.
1: I I just like the idea that he starts out his decade in the nineties doing uh, an unbelievable supporting performance in a few good men, and then rounds out his nineties with this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just amazing. So while they're driving, uh, while Sam Lombardo, take a drink, is driving Kelly Van Ryan and Jimmy home, mm-hmm. uh, what's playing on the radio, Lauren?
0: Um, Why can't we be friends?
1: The cover by Smash Mouth. And I want to point <laughs> this out. This is very important. It's very important to point this out, Lauren, because they're driving. Down, and it's it feels like a deliberate move that Sam Lombardo is trying to really de-sexify this experience for Jimmy. Like, this is all a show for I like Jimmy.
0: that. Yeah.
1: That he's like, I'm going to choose the least sexy music possible. <laughs> I'm going to choose this smash mouth cover of Why Can't We Be Friends? And then when he drops off Denise Richards and she gets out of the car and her mom walks out in her lingerie and she propositions him in front of two teenagers. Including um, her daughter. she tur- He turns off the car. I noticed that I went back and rewound for this just to see. He turns off the car and he talks to her. Then when he's like, Nah, I'm not going to come up for a drink. I'm going to go. I got to take Jimmy home. He turns the car back on, and the song picks up exactly where it had left off. You know what that means, Lauren? It's in-universe. It means that it's a CD. It means that he <laughs> has this on CD. <laughs> it
0: is not the radio.
1: This isn't the radio. This is it a means a conscious he, choice. He bought a CD <laughs> that has the smash-mouth cover of Why Can't We Be Friends? And it was in his car, or even better... He chose to put it in once these two teenagers got into his car. Yeah. As if to say, hey, kids, I'm one of you. I, too, like Smash How Mouth. How do you do,
0: fellow kids? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, Kelly's like, hey, Matt Dillon, we're going to go wash your car tomorrow at your house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come over to my house and wash my car. I'm going to go tough mudding tomorrow.
0: That is so fucking weird, too.
1: That again, is not but,
0: how school car washes work.
1: No, but the following day, Denise Richard shows up to Sam Lombardo's house with her friend, and they proceed to wash his dirty car while the lady who he's sleeping with is like leaving his house. So it's like we're just completely erasing any sort of a line between students and faculty.
0: Yeah, but again, he needed a witness.
1: He needed, he got many witnesses there.
0: He needed a witness.
1: He got Kelly's friend, who mm-hmm. I don't know her name, and he got Barbara Baxter, who's the daughter of of Blue Bay's most prominent lawyer, Tom Baxter. Yep. Um, so these these people got to watch what happened. And Lauren, you want to describe what happens next?
0: Um. Uh, it's a van. Denise. Richards is soaking wet.
1: It is a like full on five minute scene of these two girls washing this car. And so much so that there's a wide shot down the street of these two, like, 10-year-olds, like, staring and pointing and, like, high-fiving each other. Yep. At this point, I laughed out loud and said out loud in an apartment with no one else here, this movie's fucking shameless.
0: (laughs) There's so many shots just, like, up and down her body.
1: Yeah. You can tell why this was a huge hit with Teenage Boys.
0: Which, like, good for her. If you look that good, you know what, immortalize it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do. If you're okay with
0: that, and if you're on board and you feel good about it, then go for
1: it. Sure. I mean. But
0: I don't think it really serves the plot.
1: (laughs) I think in this moment, it's just trying to serve, like, could you believe someone like Sam Lombardo, this pillar of the Blue Bay community, would want to bang this high schooler? (laughs) Like, could you believe that, like, she could tempt him so much that he would do it? He seems so stalwart. But then she tells her friend to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And then she walks into Sam Lombardo's house dripping wet.
0: Dripping wet in like completely white clothing so you can see everything.
1: This is some dickish moving. Like yeah. you can't do this. You can't walk into a room ri- with carpets. Yeah. You're dripping wet. This is I don't care rude. if you look like Denise Richards. You don't do that.
0: This is rude. To- He's a house owner.
1: Yeah. But the next shot we see is Denise Richards upset. Leaving his house yeah, and running down black. the road, yeah. Like we don't know what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, and we don't know what did happen, which yeah, I actually which is think important. is like an interest. If you if you disregard the rest of the movie, and take this kind of at face value, <clears throat> as like the the next steps. When like I don't want to like give this movie any credit whatsoever, and I'm Especially not going, go- and, and I'm not going to, I'm not <laughs> going to give this movie any credit. But there is something interesting about the, like, the way she is framed and the fact that after this, she tells people, like, he sexually assaulted me. Mm -hmm. And the way the movie has, like, lingered on her body and the fact that we don't see it happen, the movie only lingers on the moments where it's, like, very clear. That's, like, the movie even seems to be, like, well, she's asking for it. And so when it fades to black, you don't, like, if there is a sexual assault, by not showing us that, it just shows us what the rest of the world sees, which is, like, well, obviously she thought he was hot, and she's hot, and she was acting hot around him. So, like, it, it does, like, I can see how it's, like, it is forming a meta-narrative of, like, we only see the outside. We don't see the actual event. And none We're of making... that matters, because that's not what <laughs> happens. But... No,
1: but it's, like, for this part of the movie, the part of the movie that is trying to be a, like, almost courtroom drama... It's trying to implicate its audience, which yeah. is very interesting that the movie does this. And I I agree. I think that I like it doesn't
0: do it on purpose whatsoever. I think oh, this see, is completely by accident.
1: No, I think that at this point, this movie still wants you to think that it's one thing. Yeah. I think that this is all like the fading to black. The, like, that move of like trying to implicate the audience and really trying to make it into a... Uh, He said, she said, what really happened? Did Sam Lombardo sexually assault Kelly Van Ryan? I think the movie at this point wants you to think this is going to be the rest of the movie. Yeah. Is this question. Yeah. So when it gets resolved in the next 10 minutes, it just gets (laughs) wilder and wilder things.
0: This is like talking about this next section is like the only time that I'll make myself sad during this episode and then I promise that we'll get to the fun stuff because I don't want to linger on, like, the courtroom drama. Let's speed drama. through it, then. Let's speed through um, it. Because the most unrealistic thing in this movie is that he gets put on trial for this, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: unfortunately. going to
0: be, like, completely real. He gets make... thrown in
1: jail beforehand. I'm
0: only going to be sad about this for, like, three seconds because she's rich. Um, she's rich and white, so, of course, people care. Um, but it is, like, <laughs> I don't know. There, are... There's just, like... uh, living in the day and age that we live in it does read very much like a on the men's side of just like why would you ruin a man's life by falsely accusing him like it really does feel like the opposite
1: yeah when the twist happens it feels feels so not empowering (laughs) disempowering
0: even before the twist, I think it just feels very much like at this moment, it's like every man's worst nightmare being falsely yeah. accused of rape. Where it's like, it's not interested in like the, which is not like what happens in the no. world, which is like, it's like really just like, it's crazy to watch a movie where it's like, oh wow, people like genuinely believe her and put him in jail. Um, <laughs> then it's just well, the unrealistic, thing. which she, makes me so sad
1: she gives the a statement to the police to mm-hmm. ray duquesne or duquette excuse me and his th- this scene's wild they're watching her con like uh her statement uh which was recorded and it's kevin bacon the like district attorney and this other woman daphne Ruben daphne, vega. daphne Ruben vega yes thank you and who's another cop and while they're watching it you have kevin bacon who is looking very objective and, like, just, you know, watching the details Absolutely of the video.
0: Absolutely stone-faced with no emotion whatsoever.
1: Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and
0: his then his they face f- the entire movie.
1: Then they flash to the DA, who is, like, salivating watching this video of Denise Richards. It is Disgusting. so gross. And then you get Daphne Rubin Vega, who, once the video is done, is like, I don't believe a goddamn word she says. <laughs> She's setting up this poor man, Sam Lombardo. And you're just like, what? What? <laughs> It's so nuts. It's so like oh movie,
0: great, we had to have the woman be the one who doesn't believe the woman. Cool.
1: Yeah, it has to be that. And I think the movie the the you need to stop using the word wild in this goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it that I think it tries to get away with it with is that it's like, well, if we if we have a man saying no, then like obviously it's it, it's a, that that it's sexism but it's like if a woman says it then we're showing that a woman's been on to him all along so ladies, it's all no. good we, ladies know, but women's that's not
0: experiences are universal we can yeah. tell
1: but then the movie so quickly drops daphne rubin vega being the skeptic like so quickly drops it yeah Because what happens then is like his, you know, his life is falling into disarray. He's not allowed in the country club anymore. His girlfriend breaks up with him. Which is not what
0: happens in real life.
1: This movie is
0: like, this movie feels like the opposite of promising young woman. This is like, this is promising like middle-aged man. (laughs) Um, And it's just like, look at what all these feminists are doing to us. They're trying to lock us up. For, yeah. for rape, it's just like that doesn't fucking happen. Shut up. It's
1: like a D.W. Griffith directed promising young woman.
0: It's truly upsetting. Um, the
1: the best part of again, all the, of this though, this
0: movie is one of those movies where I think I texted you this Ian, where it was like the first part of this movie problematic, bad, but then like but you get through it so that you can get to the second half of this movie, which is fucking rad as hell.
1: Yeah. The best part of all of this sequence is when um, the guy who we see Kelly Van Ryan's mom aggressively fucking in one scene, but like good for her. Good for this lady. Um, Like drives uh, Sam Lombardo off the road into a swamp and then beats the shit out of him. (laughs) Like like hardcore be- Which I love because we find out later on Spoilers that this is all kind of part of a plan So he had to be like I've gotta be okay with the fact that I may get the shit kicked out of me at some point I may get blacklisted by all of these Like stores and community members And I may get my ass beat once or twice But it's gonna be totally worth it
0: Ian he and the- can't go He can't get valet service At his country club
1: I know it's tough tough life for sam lombardo
0: it's really tough out here to be sam lombardo
1: the bet i I just very quickly want to point out the scene where he's getting his ass kicked in the swamp the cut after he's getting his ass kicked is immediately to a gator watching him get his ass kicked and then to a (laughs) raccoon like there's a gator it's a picture of like you know it's a shot of an insert shot of an alligator that like looks like if you really looked at it, it could be looking in the direction of Sam Lombardo getting his ass kicked. Well,
0: because then lest we you do... for... because the movie cannot let you forget that it's in Florida.
1: Exactly. But then after the gator, you get a shot of a raccoon that is very obviously watching Sam Lombardo get his ass kicked <laughs> because he looks concerned. <laughs> um, but then we get uh, the cops. Ray Duquette gets a phone call from Susie Toller, Nev Campbell, who's like the... Uh, how would we describe her? She's kind of like the the Stokely from the faculty, the Clay Duval character. She's like the outsider yeah. of school. The Alley Sheedy, the like, yeah. Yeah. Um the loner.
0: She's like a burnout. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. She smokes pot all the time. She was sent away for drug use. Mm-hmm. We find out um this is important and will come into play later on. <laughs> she
0: also left the the assembly.
1: She She left Kevin the assembly. Bacon. When she saw Kevin Bacon. So we know something's up there. Yeah. Um, But she calls Kevin Bacon and Daphne Rubin Vega and tells them that she was also assaulted by Sam Lombardo. Yes. And uh, they're like, yeah, whatever. We don't believe her until she uses the same line at the end of her story that Denise Richards used at the end of hers. Yes. And then they're like, oh, Sam Lombardo's got a line that he says to these women when he's assaulting them, he must be guilty. The next thing is him in jail. Yes. So it's after two women accuse him, then he gets put in jail. And oh, and in the midst of all this, he's needed to lawyer up asshole because she's not coming for 30%, <laughs> she's coming for everything. Yes. And he lawyers up by going to the Jimmy McGill of this world, you know, the Saul Goodman Better of this world. All, yeah. yeah. Ken Bowen, who's played by Bill Murray. <laughs>
0: Which, again, is just, like, truly mind-blowing when it happens.
1: It's great. Bill Murray's amazing. I I would
0: say that Bill Murray is up there with, like, the last person you'd expect to be in this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he's so good in it. Because Bill Murray's also got Florida vibes, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. He got big, big Florida vibes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he, and so he visits him in jail. He's really not a
0: huge role in this movie.
1: No, 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 no. But it's a good one. So next, the trial. We're at the trial now.
0: Already, yeah.
1: <laughs> of the Blue Bay 2. And uh, they've got Kelly Van Ryan on the stand. And she's recounting her story for everyone. Then they bring up Susie Toller onto the stand. And, they, uh, and she cracks under the pressure, Lauren. Yeah. Folds like some laundry. Yep.
0: Says and that they lied. Because th- they both says, hated him.
1: Yeah, they both hated him. You know, I hated him because he was my friend and he seemed like he was, a you know, he really had my back. And then when I went to jail for drug use, he wasn't there for me. Uh, and Kelly Van Ryan hated him because he was fucking her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when Denise Richards in the middle of a courtroom starts yelling like you lying bitch and chucking shit at the stand. It's amazing. It's
0: truly great shit.
1: And this is like minute 35. This is where you're like, wait a minute. I thought that this would be the climax of the movie.
0: (laughs) And here we are.
1: And here we are. So Sam Lombardo's walking free. Mm -hmm. You know, he's doing okay. He's going to be getting a pretty, pretty good uh, um, settlement check out of all of this Mm -hmm. from, uh, from Kelly Van Ryan and her mother. And we later find out when he is clearing out all his shit at school because uh, he's leaving. Obviously, you can't go back to work after that. You cannot go back and work in the school after this.
0: They they break his big glass bowl that says Sam Lombardo on it.
1: <laughs> the Lombardo cup, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which just like cracks me up.
1: What was because that? What do you think he won for? Sam
0: Lombardo. They're showing you a giant glass cup with <laughs> Sam Lombardo written on it. <laughs>
1: Do you think Lest Sam Lombardo... forget his name. Is the name of the guy who, like, taught Stephen Peters how to, like, ride a bike or something. He's, like, his hero. So like, don't worry, like, Sam Lombardo. One day, I'll get I'll you name back. I'll a
0: scumbag after you.
1: He's a hero in my world.
0: And I'll have Robert Downey Jr. and or Matt Dillon play you. <laughs> I'll let um, you
1: fuck Denise Richards. <laughs> This one's for you, Sam Lombardo. Pop the bubbly. Pour it over some tits. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the next big thing that happens is uh, they sign over all this money to Sam Lombardo. (laughs) And uh, like you said, Denise Richards bumps into him at school and crashes the Lombardo Cup. And she reveals that the money that he got from the settlement came from her trust fund. So the yeah. money that she was supposed to get once her mother died is now going to, was broken up to pay off Sam after this lawsuit. Yes. So Denise Richards is furious.
0: She's penniless.
1: Yes. She's this penniless rich girl. Um, would you take Kelly Van Ryan or Marissa Cooper? Who would you like want to hang out with for a day? Neither. No, you got to choose one.
0: Uh, I guess Marissa Cooper.
1: Ew. I can't believe you'd say. that. Kelly Van
0: Ryan does not have a personality. She's just hot.
1: Agree to disagree. So the... Uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, at least Marissa Cooper, I could maybe talk to Summer.
1: No, yeah, that's... that's Actually, that's the better call. Yeah. Like, Marissa Cooper ga- to like, get Marissa to K. Summer. Marissa
0: Cooper is, like, the gateway to more interesting people, at least. Whereas yeah. it seems like, like Kelly Van Ryan just has hot friends that also have no personality.
1: What's Blake Lively's name on Gossip Girl?
0: Serena Vanderwoodson.
1: Serena Vander... Vander Woodson?
0: Vander Woodson.
1: That's so many more syllables than I thought it was. I
0: know, right?
1: I was going to say, isn't she Blair Waldorf? But that's the other one. That's Leighton Meester. No,
0: Blair Waldorf is Leighton Meester.
1: Gotcha. There's Chuck Bass. Nope.
0: (laughs) There's Blair Waldorf. We're not doing this. (laughs) Serena Vander Woodson. Nope. uh, Dan Humphries. Ew. And the one that Chase Crawford... Place. The
1: pretty one, yeah. The
0: pretty one, Nate Archibald.
1: <laughs> Ew! Oh, Nate Archibald. He's rich assholes. Those,
0: those are the names on Gossip Girl.
1: XOXO. XO Nate Archibald ages.
0: does give off big Sam Lombardo vibes.
1: Well, he dates a high schooler, doesn't he? Does.
0: He Does he dates a high schooler, and it's upsetting.
1: Yeah, it's not cool. Um, anyway, so we find out, we find out Sam Lombardo is like going to this little motel uh, that he's staying in. He brings all of the files from him, like, leaving his his job at school to this place, too, which is, this will come back later. It's weird that he's allowed to take files on students
0: you should out not. of
1: the schools. No. Because he shows a file to to Daphne Rubin Vega later on of Kelly Van Ryan when they're trying to uh, set her up. And it's like, how do you have that? Why would you still no. be allowed to have that? That's big one of no. my, ba- like, there's a lot of unanswerable questions in this movie. That is my biggest one.
0: Well, you know my biggest one.
1: Sure, um, <clears throat> but when he gets my in the room, one
0: is about Kevin Bacon.
1: <laughs> this is true. When he gets into the, I uh, think the motel everything room, about
0: Kevin Bacon is my question because what he does makes no sense at any given point.
1: Um, no, I, I got some ideas. All right, um, but when when Matt Dillon gets into the motel room, he looks in the mirror in the bathroom, and somebody's in there. Who is it?
0: It's Denise Richards.
1: It's Denise Richards. She's in the motel room and she's it's got Kelly. something. It's got she's got something under a towel. It's and champagne. She, it's champagne. Because Kelly Van Ryan and Sam Lombardo have been in it together, together. this whole time. She says we duped them. They bought it all. We won. She didn't won. want to wait
0: until her mom was dead. She wanted that money now.
1: Wanted that money. And then out pops Nev Campbell. She was a part of
0: it. She also wanted the money. They're yeah. all together.
1: How do we, you know, how do you divide eight and a half million by three? So good call for them.
0: And he's like, we can't be seen together going forward. No. Otherwise, like the ruse is done. And they're like, but what about tonight?
1: Great porn setup. Everything about this movie is a porn setup. It
0: literally is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, after tonight, you can't, we can't see each other. And they're like, well, what about tonight? And that's when they you fuck. get one of the most pivotal scenes of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, which is a, all fuck. a menage a trois between Denise Richards, Neff Campbell, and Matt Dillon. Apparently, all three actors were pretty drunk when they filmed this because they were all feeling very embarrassed. Um, I would, so, too. Yep. I get it.
0: Honestly, uh, totally get it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it but, seems
0: uncomfortable.
1: It seems uncomfortable. They're pouring champagne all over Denise Richards, which I just have to imagine is uncomfortable. Like, it gets sticky. Um, it's it's a whole thing, man. It goes on for a while. Yeah.
0: Like, a uh, long while.
1: Yeah. When you're not watching just this scene in isolation, it does get uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, in context, I can imagine how on its own, good stuff.
1: You're like, um, oh, but man, in it's context, only a minute and you're a half. Like, no,
0: we get it. Like... Yeah. In context, you're like, no, like I, I get it. I know what's yeah. happening.
1: It's like a full um, five to ten percent of this 100 minute movie is made up of people fucking. Yeah. Like yeah, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you watch it, is a lot.
0: It feels so like a
1: so. It feels like a lot. Uh, anyway, though, the scene happens. It's amazing. It should be put in the halls of cinema. And
0: <laughs> <the>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm this sure is you when you can talk
0: at length about. Uh, it, the, how formative it is for you And all of your male friends but
1: uh, I wouldn't have to talk at length about it But uh, anyway the, uh, the the next section is Ray Duquette Stealing uh, Daphne Rubin Vega's Line of inquiry yeah, And essentially uh, Taking her plot line and being like They set us up, they screwed us over They're working together And I can prove it
0: And I've got this video camera That's gonna prove it
1: Yeah, so
0: me my tiny little video camera the
1: cops are telling him like don't show like don't sneak onto that property the case is closed it's done it is done and he's like do no, not no, no, commit no.
0: crimes to try to prove that a menage a trois was behind this
1: no he's like i'm i'm gonna solve this i got it. i'm ray duquette <laughs> well, i'm ray duquette. duquette
0: i'm a wild card
1: yeah, they keep alluding to the fact that it's like you've already got one strike, you already got one strike, you know, you did that thing, kind of, you know, whatever. But they never really go at it at length, so they're and like, you can't Daphne afford Ruben to screw Vega, this up. And Vega, his
0: own partner, doesn't know what that is?
1: That's fucking weird, man. It's revealed it's at a the movie end, that like, doesn't... she
0: didn't know what he did.
1: No, it's a movie that doesn't understand how the cops work. I am not a cop, you're not a cop, but I've seen enough cop movies to know that this seems like an outlier.
0: This does <laughs> like, not seem like the norm.
1: I just watched Training Day last night. This is not how those cops react. And those are crooked cops? It'd be but more
0: likely that Daphne Reuben Vega knew about it and just was like didn't
1: care. Yeah. No. That seems more copish. But yeah.
0: And <laughs> so he's um, like I'm rogue now and he's going to I'm going to go like film at their houses.
1: The best part about this next scene is yeah cuz Kevin Bacon is snuck into like the grass of uh, the Van Ryan estate. <laughs> and nev campbell's freaking out yeah she's just like i know we're gonna get found out i know we are this is like fucked up i need to see sam i need to see sam so denise richards calls sam lombardo mm-hmm. and it's like she's freaking out i don't know what to do uh can you come over can you fix this and the best thing about this scene is sam lombardo is lounging on a bed in a motel room talking about like Because she's like, well, where have you been all day? We haven't seen you. And he's like, I have to be out. I have to be spending money. I have to show (laughs) the world that I'm a rich guy now. (laughs) Which is the best logic ever. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to buy a new car. Otherwise, our ruse wouldn't work. Kelly.
0: I'm sorry. It's for us.
1: He's also, she's like, okay. Okay. I just miss you. I really love you a lot. And he goes, yeah, I miss him. I love you, too. And he's trying to, like, sound sincere, even though we absolutely know he's not, because the shot is him lounging with a fucking takeout Chinese container in his hand. And
0: he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, oh, yeah, I, I really totally. love you,
1: too. I miss you, too, babe. Yeah, yeah I
0: no, totally. I miss you so much.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so silly. I love it so much. I was laughing so hard. So then... Denise Richards and Nev Campbell kind of start to have a fight over the yeah. fact that Nev Campbell is like, I'm gonna go to the authorities, I'm gonna turn this all in, I'm gonna whatever. I'm not
0: gonna lie to you, Ian. I loved this.
1: Oh, Lauren, me too.
0: <laughs> <gasps> I think I kind of love this. Because when I first watched this, I was like, the when the turn happens in this scene, I was like, oh, that's the no the next twist is that they're in it against him.
1: Yeah. Um, no. that's
0: not what ends up happening, but what I thought was happening was that they were, like, fighting, knowing that Kevin Bacon was there, and then they were, like, kissing, and they were, like, girlfriends. I thought they were just, like, in it together, and they were, like, fuck this guy. And I was, like, that's fucking sick. I love this. The 90s actually were cool. And then, no.
1: No, 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 no. Nah. It's, they just, they just had, had, like, a momentary lapse in judgment and decided and make to make out. out naked in a pool. <laughs>
0: But also, like, that's kind of cool, too. Like, good for you. Lauren,
1: I'm never going to yuck someone's yum. You do that. Go for it. Again,
0: my main problem with this is the problem of equality.
1: (laughs) More people (laughs) should be making up rules.
0: If you have this scene, it's insane. You do not have a corresponding scene later in this movie.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. So these two end up kind of making out, and it's alluded to that they have sex. I guess in the pool, and Kevin
0: Bacon (laughs) continues filming it.
1: The okay, Laura, this is the funniest cut of all time. It
0: is very funny.
1: It is a shot of Keith Richards. I
0: lost my mind.
1: And Neff Campbell making, like standing, looking at each other like it's a fucking Meisner exercise and then they very methodically like take off their tops and then just kind of kiss each other like two robots, like two sexy robots and then we smash cut to Kevin Bacon watching this in like some foliage and his face is shook. He is so surprised at what he's, he's like, he just saw a ghost and he is like staring,
0: But also like, here's the thing like I loved about his face is that it's, It's just as stoic as his face is for the rest of the movie, but his eyes are twice the size.
1: They're like, he looks like all of us watching at home. Like, he's genuinely like, it's when the movie does what you're doing, where you're just going, I can't believe this is happening. And then it shots to him, and he's like, I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) He's like, Y'all, is this happening? And then (laughs) you get crazy. But then it gets even better because then you get the shot of what he's recording on the camera, and you watch him zoom in on the two girls (laughs) making out
0: real scumbag shit.
1: Real scumbag shit. It's fantastic. It is so funny. Oh my god, I love it. And then the it.
0: better, the even better cut is when it then like sw- like switch cuts to him showing the video
1: <laughs> to his superior in, in the police station, showing the video of two nude high schoolers Again, having minors. sex. Minors having sex. On the screen with Again, three cops. this is a crime. He yeah. committed a crime. Yeah. And he gets called out for it. And he's like, I don't understand why you guys are mad. You, we we got him.
0: <laughs> this is incontrovertible proof. What are you? What else do you want?
1: And they're like, like, no, what, it's not. The two, not. two and he girls goes, who oh, hated okay, each other so have hate
0: I, sex? What?
1: So what you're telling me is that this isn't proof that I just recorded. So that I can just take this home and have? Is that what you're telling me right now? This is not
0: evidence. It's just for my personal use.
1: So I can just leave with this piece of evidence right here. Okay, I'll do it. But I won't be happy about it. And I'm going to keep watching it until I know what I heard.
0: Until I find the proof that I know is in there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So the next thing that happens is we get um, Sam Lombardo... Meets up with Kelly and Susie on a beach. And he's like, Okay, kids, uh this is like our last night, and then we get to like then we're free, then we can leave, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the whole thing?
0: I don't know. It was another like this is our last night. It's like, but I thought last night was the last night.
1: Yeah. Um, um but yeah, the wild. only
0: important thing is that like he kills Nev Campbell.
1: Yes, so she uh, Denise Richards leaves, and Denise Richards is in on it. We find out yes. from like from her response to kind of walking away uh, from Sam Lombardo beating Nev Campbell to death with a champagne bottle, which doesn't break shocking no. uh, that and is covered in blood when he returns, and Nev Campbell's covered in blood, and they've le- they've left a, there are a couple teeth that they find on the beach from her getting killed.
0: It's implied that she got eaten by a gator.
1: Oh, because yeah, yeah. Because Florida. Because Florida. Can't trust them gators. They'll clear all your gators, evidence.
0: They'll get rid of that dead body real fast.
1: <laughs> them gators gonna clear your evidence. You need to just get, <laughs> get in there quick. Yep. Um, But Denise Richards is in on it. And it's like, okay, well, we need to get rid of her. And they, Kevin Bacon tries to play them off of each other. Like, that's something that's happening at this point where he's like, he loves you. He doesn't love the other one. Yeah. He's, you know, trying, to, they're trying to goose her up. Yeah, Kevin here.
0: Bacon's really trying to get in there, get in their head.
1: Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck you, dude! Like, you're you not a part of this." Weird
0: vibes. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, it's it's so weird knowing the final twist. <laughs> yeah, like that knowing what's going on here, and I guess we're just going to speed through the plot, get to the twist, so we can go back and hit some of these moments.
0: Yeah, let's just speed through it so that we can discuss. So, um, like, speed Kevin version Bacon, is yeah. because now because now we're hot and heavy in the twist.
1: Yeah, 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 twists are twists are happening left and right now.
0: Yeah, so Nev Campbell dies.
1: Nev Campbell dies. Is killed
0: by Kevin. Oh, not Kevin Big by uh
1: Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Sam Lombardo.
0: Sam Lombardo. She's fed to a gator. Mm-hmm. Um, they the cops find the the, the teeth the next day. And, and then Denise like, Richards is calls, at her place.
1: Yeah, this is great. Yeah, because take she again. she calls Matt Dillon. To be like, I'm freaking out. This cop is sweating me. He's like, he won't leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matt Dillon's like, just fucking calm down, and we'll be mm-hmm. out of here soon. Meanwhile, Matt Dillon notices that Daphne Ruben Vega is what is like, is watching him from like across the parking lot, like from her car.
0: Yeah, and Matt Dillon is yeah. Matt Dillon tries to like seduce Daphne Ruben Vega
1: before. So before that though. Mm -hmm. Um, and Denise Richards is kind of getting aware that, like, oh, Kevin Bacon may be following her, too. The best thing that goes unremarked upon in this scene is that Denise Richards, or the the scene begins with Matt Dillon taking off his shirt, and then the phone rings, and he answers the phone, and it's Denise Richards, who is also walking around without a shirt, and it's just two shirtless people on the phone with each other talking. She's just walking around in a bra. It's so fucking funny. Because it's like, did you have to take off your shirt to answer that phone call?
0: And did she have to take her shirt off to make the phone call?
1: I'm, I'm terrified if that's like a contract thing with her. But maybe. Who knows? Ugh. I know. Uh, I'm I'm like, the idea of, of the objectification of so many of these women in any movie made ever is just like, in something like this especially, it's kind of yeah. hard to not imagine some of the disgusting conversations that had to have gone on. Yes. Even production wise, when there's this much nudity in a movie, there's actually a really interesting interview with Denise Richards. I was reading while I was watching it where she was talking about like, um, like the contract negotiations about are like originally in my contract, only one breast was going to be shown, but then I had my contract renegotiated and I got paid more so that both breasts could be shown. There was like a lot of like post-production stuff where like the lighting. So in order to get the lighting right, you have to be naked in these scenes. So they're like looking at still images of like your naked body under different lights to see what's going to look better. And she was like, it just gets so kind of like objective and sexless that it, it doesn't become – her. it was a, an interview where she was talking about how it's like doing nudity on film and and essentially how she's like, yeah, it's weird at first, but then like there's so much technicality behind it that it doesn't feel objectifying. Personal.
0: It doesn't feel personal. Yeah.
1: It feels more about like – like you really do feel more like a cog in a machine mm-hmm. for better, I guess, and for worse. It was an interesting article, but uh, it was her like Entertainment Weekly interview from like 2005, I think. But uh, Well, I'm
0: glad that she didn't have a totally negative experience.
1: And then she got paid more for the, you know, for the bo- both for breasts her. being in the movie. All right. <laughs> so good well, for and if she was
0: fine with that, then also, like, good for her, you know?
1: Yeah. I think it's That's- also,
0: like, I think that the problem with this is not that, like, nudity isn't, a- I also think, like, nudity isn't a problem. I'm fine with nudity. Yeah. It's just, like, as long as the people involved are, like, are fine with it and are and it- are, are getting paid accordingly, are being respected on set, and that their input is being respected and that they feel comfortable
1: I would say for all intents and purposes of the stuff I read, and again, I don't want to mischaracterize anyone, so this may be wrong, but from the research that's available online that I was reading, it feels like Nev Campbell approached this with a real sense of fun, of a sense of like, I've never played someone like this before. This is going to be fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And was very much like, oh, I've never kissed a girl before and now I have to make out with a girl in this movie and was just very gung-ho and like down to do it. Mm-hmm. And Denise Richards... It just seems like it's a lot more, like, I don't want to say oddly, but uh, from the way she talked about it, I had a much more clinical approach. Okay. She was like, yeah, no, I had to kiss this person on screen. That's what, I, like, that's my job. That's what I do. Yeah. It doesn't matter their gender. It doesn't matter what they look like. This is my job, and this is what I do. Yeah. And Nev Campbell's like, I don't know, I got a little drunk, and I had to kiss Denise Richards. And then I'm like, Denise Richards is pretty? And then I was, like, really digging kissing Denise Richards. And, like, <laughs> and so you just kind of get these two responses to yeah. these, like, kind of very exploitative scenes. That I just found kind of interesting to read. Yeah, that's I don't really know, it was, interesting. Yeah. Um, just two different actors' approaches. Hmm. It, uh, but the So the next thing that ends up happening is Ray Duquette like bursts onto the scene into Kelly Van Ryan's pool house and uh, shoots and kills Kelly Van Ryan. And he yeah. gets shot in the shoulder.
0: Yeah, it, it happens off screen.
1: Much and like is, the sex is, scene, yeah. Yeah,
0: and it is an implied... That she shot him first and he shot her in self-defense.
1: Yes. And that's what he tells the other officers as well. Yes.
0: And so he, you know, she's dead. Nev Campbell's dead. Matt Dillon's gone.
1: Yep. And the next thing we get is Kevin Bacon essentially Mm -hmm. getting his um, title as a police officer removed. Because Mm -hmm. this is now the second person that he's shot and killed in the line of duty. Yeah. Um, And so the judge is like, I'm not... Yeah, the judge's like, I'm not gonna let there be a third, said no judge ever. And uh, and Kevin Bacon's now dismissed. So yep. no he's longer a go. cop. And uh, that th- seems like the end. It seems like the end. Then you look and you're like, there's fifteen minutes left. Matt Weird. Dillon's
0: on a beach and he's looking at hot ladies.
1: Yep, you wanna and explain you're like, this he next did one? It.
0: Um, yeah, so Matt Dillon's on a beach, he's alone, he's like, This is fucking sick.
1: Rad, I'm I on a beach. I'm Sam Lombardo.
0: I'm I'm winking at a lady who's in a hot bikini.
1: Eight and a half milli for myself.
0: I'm, Gonna invest I'm in some NFTs. My best life. Yeah. Um so he leaves the beach, he goes back to his little beach house, and there's someone in the shower. And you're like There's oh a lot of God.
1: mud. There's always mud tracks into yeah. a room. This movie's got one trick when it comes to somebody's in your room.
0: Yeah, it's And that you
1: don't know. And it's just somebody tracks in mud like fucking Scobert do. Even though it's a beach swim. house. You're like, what? <laughs> it's where the mud come from. The swamp. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's symbolism for the swamp.
0: Swamp mud. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's the symbolism of everyone's soul. They're
1: all coming out from the swamp to They're interact all with monsters.
0: Them. They're wild lo- things.
1: Oh my god, I love this. This is where the only wild things are that I want to see.
0: Uh-huh. And so someone else is in the shower. And you're like, oh my God, is, is Denise Richards still alive? Is Nev Campbell still alive? He he's kind of like vaguely confused, but also kind of seems not confused. And he opens the shower and who's there? But, but naked. Ass naked Kevin, Kevin Bacon.
1: Bacon. <laughs> First thing like he says, "Howdy, partner." You.
0: This is howdy, partner.
1: So this is another twist. It's Kevin another Bacon's twist. been in on it the whole time. They were
0: in it together.
1: Amazing shit, Lauren. When I first saw this full movie, when I was like fourteen, blew my
0: mind in.
1: I was so sh- I was like, "Oh my, my god!" god. <laughs> Every subsequent twist, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, um, so when,
0: you see full-on naked Kevin Bacon.
1: Full-on D from the bake. Like, um, Matt Dillon
0: does not seem super bothered.
1: No, which I would leads you... To,
0: I, I really just need to talk about this.
1: Talk about it, because you and I have same complaint here.
0: Because I'm sorry. Every single other two human beings in this movie, either almost fuck or fuck. And in yep. the year of our Lord 2022, it feels weird that they don't. Like I I, like, and that's genuinely just like this movie's own logic. Like that's not me putting that on there. That is literally me going like, no, the movie's logic dictates they should make out. Yes. Every other two people who are like in it together make out. That's the language of this movie. And you and like I don't know. Again, I haven't read any of the behind the scenes stuff, but I would bet significant amounts of money. And I'll say this on the record. That Kevin Bacon was down and Matt (laughs) Dillon was not.
1: Okay, so can I address that? Am I right? You are not right. Damn it! Because in the script, Matt Dillon's character gets into the shower with Kevin Bacon.
0: I'm not talking about the characters. I'm talking about the actors.
1: No, 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 no. The the person who said no, because that scene got filmed, was the Mm -hmm. studio.
0: Intr- Wait, that, got, that scene got filmed.
1: Filmed? Yeah, he got he got into the shower. Apparently, there was no kissing or anything like that. But at like uh, the, he gets into the shower with him in an alternate take, and then they had to do a reshoot where he doesn't get into the shower with him. Yeah,
0: because the studio was like, Nah, we'll watch ladies make out in a pool," but like that's
1: too far. <laughs> Absolutely, which <laughs> makes sense for the nineties.
0: Mm-hmm. I just think like Matt Dillon gives off tangible like bro vibes, and like Kevin Bacon gives off like. I'd be down.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's odd. I just watched a movie last night, actually, like late last night that I'd been meaning to kind of check. I'd had morbid curiosity in um, called The Canyons. It's a Paul Schrader uh-huh. movie from 2013 that Brett Easton uh-huh. Ellis wrote. It's like Lindsay Lohan is in it and like uh, uh, a couple adult film actors are like the other actors in it. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of gratuitous nudity in it. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing kind of like this movie. I watched it because I was like, maybe this could be a good uh, modern-day comparison. Uh, spoiler alert, it is not. This movie's, like, damn near, un- it, like, uh-huh. unwatchable. It's so bad. Um, but there is a lot of, like, like oh, the, like, this guy and this girl kissing, these two girls kissing, this guy and these two girls kissing, and then you do, I will say to the movie's credit, you do get a scene where Lindsay Lohan's, like, with her partner, and they're having sex with another couple, and she's like, now you kiss him. Yeah, now you go down on him. Yeah, do it. I'm going to watch. And like mm-hmm. the fucking movie shows it. And you're like, oh, interesting. So you're like a movie that's got a little bit of a lower budget, much more of an indie studio that is like more unafraid to show the spectrum of sexuality. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, and it did make it so much more interesting in that moment. But you're absolutely right. It makes no fucking sense that this movie would not go there. Because it then should.
0: I just did a deep dive. I just did my research. Thank you like, for
1: listening to me, I guess. I was
0: listening. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Paul Schrader. Uh, okay. Okay. So, apparently, in an interview with Total Film, Matt Dillon said he was supposed to join Bacon in the shower and kiss him, but Matt Dillon was against the idea. Quote, man, I was relieved when they got rid of that scene. Kevin seemed pretty attached to it, though. One twist too many, man. One twist too many.
1: Okay, so, uh, well, okay, I stand corrected. (laughs) Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, you've cowered.
0: Bacon also told Total Film, I thought it was great because the whole movie is about secrets coming out, right? As reveals go, that one was just huge. Unfortunately, the financiers didn't like the idea of men making out. They felt it went too far. They felt it wasn't right.
1: Which is wrong because it's 100% right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly
1: what should have happened. But
0: again, it's the natural conclusion of that. Like, that's a a great, like, and again. Thematically,
1: it makes sense. Like, you've earned that. You've earned that. By by those two hooking up, you earned it.
0: The language of the film is, like, everyone is, like, that the idea of, like, crime is sex. And sex is crime. And so it's, like, all these characters are just fucking each other.
1: (laughs) Well, and it also is, like, you know, because I've expressed to you my, not frustration, but like, uh, you know, my my odd thoughts on like the whole, the shipping culture. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like the Sam and Bucky are, are, you know, are really a couple and like they mm-hmm. should kiss in an episode. And it's like, yeah, but they'll never actually do that because Marvel mm-hmm. is a it's, a, it's for kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, this is like, no, 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 no. These two should be a couple. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Except for Matt Dillon being a coward and financiers being cowards. <laughs> I
0: know, right? But it's Kevin like you Bacon. You're it. a
1: producer. Fight for that shit.
0: Fight for it, bro. Like, yeah,
1: slap that bacon on the table. Be like, if you don't let him get in the shower with me, you can't show my dick.
0: Yeah. Side note. Um. The the the, the like. <clears> this <throat> is like a uh. Thirteen facts about wild things. The next <laughs> fact. I just gotta say. Are
1: you on Buzzfeed right now? What no, are you doing? I'm
0: on Mental Floss. Um. <laughs> But it did cite its sources. So that was a real interview. Um, and the next fun fact, I just, just because I just saw it, I didn't read all of them, but I did see this one. It says, a dead body floated into the production. It says, mm-hmm. while Campbell and Daphne Rubin Vega filmed a scene near a swamp, a dead body rose to the surface. All of a sudden, one of the crew says, Cut. It was one of the lighting guys, and they said there was a dead body in the water. And so the cops came by and were like, You making a movie? And we were like, Yeah. So they actually, typical Hollywood, held the body next to the dock so it wouldn't float through the shot so we could finish the scene.
1: Holy shit, there is something more important in Florida than crime. <laughs>
0: And then that thing was Wild Things.
1: Finish your movie. It's not like he's going to die again. Ow.
0: It's okay. He'll keep. He's in a swamp.
1: Yeah, just don't let the gators get to him. <laughs> we know how these gators like to chomp, chomp, chomp down on dead bodies.
0: But I would just like to say, going back to our previous point, I was right. And the energy absolutely reads that way.
1: Yes. you know, you are correct. I think the energy um, Kevin... is
0: totally that Kevin Bacon's down and Matt Dillon's like, bro. <laughs>
1: Kevin Bacon also, this is like probably the most infamous story from this movie, is that Kevin Bacon also has a no-nudity clause in his contract. So the oh. shot of his penis was actually just like the they couldn't get the shot to work. So they were mm-hmm. like, we'll just film it and then we'll edit it a different way and we'll cut to it right before that scene gets there. Uh, but when they edited it together, they were like, I don't know, Kevin Bacon's dick looks pretty good in this shot. And they left it in for the shoot. And then uh, uh, during the producer screening... One of the producers came out to Kevin Bacon and was like, "Hey, your dick's in the movie." And Kevin Bacon said, "Well, how do I look?" And he goes, and the producer was like, yeah, "You look good." And he goes, "Okay, cool. Then keep it in." <laughs> I love that. So, hundred percent, bro. Kevin Bacon was like, in "Do I look like, hot?" I, he's like, "I technically could have sued myself, but I decided not to." And you know, well, and apparently he got like a big talking to from like a couple of his like. um you know, Hollywood friends that were like, it would be huge. Like if you're comfortable doing it, it would be huge for like to start showing male nudity in movies. Like you're a big movie star. It makes, it would be awesome. And so he was like, he's talked about this uh, in the last few years because people have cited him as kind of like being at the front of this movement for more male nudity in movies. And he's like, I didn't set out for this, but I'm more than happy to be here. And
0: we're still fighting that fight to this day.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Henry Cavill, show your dick in The Witcher. Do it.
1: <laughs> it can't all be Euphoria, where you have to show your, your your everything in every episode.
0: Euphoria is dicks on dicks on dicks, left and right, dicks, dicks, really dicks, 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 dicks,
1: dicks. Yeah, unless you're a named character, then yeah. you don't got to show your dicks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but anyway, the
0: twists aren't done at that. The twists
1: point. keep on coming. So uh, Kevin Bacon. The twists Bacon's... keep
0: coming, and they don't stop coming.
1: <laughs> Kevin Bacon is like. Uh well all right I'm going to head out and then Matt Damon's like why don't you stick around for a day we'll go sailing you know come on we're good bro, we're the clear
0: Bro let's go sailing bro
1: Let's go bro on a definitely not date we're definitely <laughs> not dating the scene we're was definitely, definitely not, not constructed dating. We have
0: not we will not and have not ever made out
1: This is not a Leopold and Loeb situation
0: We have not dated we have not fucked
1: They get on the sailboat and long story short Matt Damon kills him yeah, or Matt Dillon.
0: <clears throat> what if Matt Damon had just showed up? It's then, because you know of talented Mr. Ripley. I was gonna
1: say there are other movies where Matt Damon kills people on sailboats. <laughs> it
0: is literally just because Matt Damon killed June Law, who he also definitely didn't want to fuck on a sailboat.
1: It was a rowboat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like lots of homoerotic boat deaths.
1: Dudes love boats. Dude, you know? like
0: you know, like very heterosexual dudes like killing each other on boats.
1: Float on the water. Think about your own mortality.
0: Toxic masculinity is literally killing people, Ian.
1: Yeah. Literally
0: killing people.
1: I know. You know. We need to stop. Just don't get me near a body of water. Dudes yeah. be dying on boats. Fredo. A lot yeah. of people die on boats. Titanic. A lot of people die on boats. No. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh But Kevin Bacon, who's like, ah, I'm gonna. He throws Kevin Bacon overboard. Pretty much he gets knocked over. The sail hits him. But then he climbs back up. And Kevin Bacon's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, dude. And then he gets shot in the leg by a fucking harpoon gun. I
0: know what.
1: And who's holding the harpoon gun?
0: Oh my god, it's Susie in a blonde wig.
1: Oh no, I think she dyed her hair.
0: I mean, but Nev Campbell's in a wig.
1: Can I just say, Nev Campbell looks good in a blonde wig. She looks good. I thought she looked adorable. Yeah, it's a wig. Um, it's like a yeah, short
0: so pixie cut.
1: Yeah. So Nev Campbell shoots him, they go over and then it's just Nev Campbell and Matt D- and Matt Dillon. Finally, you're like, "Oh my god, there can be it's no more done. twists."
0: They're in it it's together. It's just
1: these two. They're in it together. We find out that she has like hated Ray Duquette for years because Ray Duquette's the guy who sent her away and she saw and killed Ray Duquette her friend. kill he her sh- friend. He shot her friend? Yes, the first person that he had shot before the events of the movie's began were was her friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Davey? was trying
0: to help a hooker that, that Ray, that Duquette he, that was Ray had with. beat up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That Ray had beaten up. And, and he shot him. Yeah. So, and then uh, sent her away. His name is Because Davey. I guess, yeah, she was witness to it or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and yeah, you're like, well, that's it. All right. And so Nev Campbell makes drinks for her and Matt Damon or Matt Dillon. And then, you know, they sail off into the sun. Oh no, they don't. He's because not feeling too good. She poisoned the drinks because yeah, she's she knows how to sail. She's yeah. a fucking genius sailor.
0: I love that they cut to Daphne Rubin Vega because they don't trust that the audience can put things together. Not at all. They cut to Daphne Rubin Vega being like, Oh, are you selling Susie's boat? I didn't know Susie could sail. And they're like, Oh, you know, Susie, she had like a a high IQ, like over 200. That girl could
1: do anything she sets her mind to. I'm sorry,
0: we couldn't figure out for ourselves that she was a mastermind by the fact that she outplotted everyone else in the movie.
1: How do you outplot Sam Lombardo? You know, how do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you outplot a Lombardo like Sam?
0: God, you make a great point. He's a genius.
1: Um, Yeah, and so that's the end of the movie, is that you find out that thing? has been the mastermind the whole time. Credits roll. Oopsie daisies, we're still not done, because we have three scenes explaining what we already know. (laughs) One of them is Susie coming into Sam Lombardo's office when he's still a guidance counselor, showing him all these pictures of Sam Lombardo fucking uh, Denise Richards, Mm-hmm. And it's like, I thought that you were my friend. And now I see that this shit happens. You're going to do anything that I ask you to do. And Sam's like, okay, sounds good. And then <laughs> well, oh, what's did the next She still one?
0: fuck him, which I think is weird, but okay.
1: Right? I it mean, seems like you were a, just
0: doing this as revenge, but you were still like, I'm going to
1: fuck you. Well, I mean, at a certain point, this is, I guess I would ask you, Lauren, like, if you know, if you feel so confident in your plan, kind of like, why not? I guess.
0: I guess maybe, I guess the only thing I can maybe understand is that she was into Denise Richards and was like, maybe I can get with Denise Richards out of this, Uh, you know? Yes,
1: the next scene, uh, the next cutaway we get is when uh, he is killing Denise Richards. um, Because Denise
0: Richards was not supposed to die.
1: No, she was not.
0: I do think that like Nev Campbell may have been angling for her and Denise Richards to ride off into the sunset together.
1: I think she would have killed both of them.
0: I don't know. I still think love could win, Ian. Yeah. I think those two funky little gals may have rode off into the sunset together. I was rooting yeah. for it.
1: Uh, oh, the next scene is her pulling out her own tooth on the beach, love which is painful. And then the last one is Ray Duquette shooting Denise Richards twice and then uh, putting the gun in her hands and shooting himself in the shoulder. So you saw him. And dulled. she
0: gets the money from Bill Murray.
1: Oh, yes. And Nev Campbell. We get one and last little Campbell, scene with Bill Murray. Yeah, Nev Campbell gets all of the money from the trust uh, to herself, and Bill Murray's been the person who's been overseeing all of it, which is fantastic.
0: 8.5 mil, baby.
1: Yep. Good for her. So that's the final plot twist, is that it all begins. The catalyst is Nev Campbell. Uh, do you want to know what the the extra wrinkle in the unrated version was? Sure, let's do it. Okay. So if I can remember this correctly, it's that Nev Campbell. Her mother, because the whole thing is she doesn't know her mom, right? She lives with these people on, like, the gator farm. Um, but uh, the twist was her mother was uh, Kelly's mom's mother. So she was the half-sister uh, of Kelly Van Ryan's mother, making her Kelly's aunt. And that her mother, uh, the father left her mother for... The woman that she that um that ended up birthing Kelly Van Ryan's mother, uh, and essentially drove her mother, drove Nev Campbell's mother to drink and to kill herself. So that this was all also a revenge plot against Kelly Van Ryan because Kelly Van Ryan's money was supposed to be her money. The trust was actually supposed to be hers oh. because she was a Van Ryan, a secret Van Ryan. But they took it out of the. Ma- they shot all of this. But then they took it out because they're like, well, she has sex with her, and that's technically incest. Yeah. But but what I love about that is that it means the studio had to go, what's more valuable, another twist or another <laughs> sex scene? We need to see these two girls fucking. If we don't have this threesome at the center of this movie, we don't have a movie. We that's can't. so
0: true. I mean, they don't.
1: And so it's it's just hilarious that the original cut of the script was like, yeah, no, she's her, she's her, like half aunt and she fucks her twice. <laughs> Wild things.
0: <laughs> Why not? I'm Steven We still Peters. won't let the dudes kiss. Just FYI.
1: Yeah, there's also a, a pretty uh, notorious story from Stephen Peters about this script. Um, because I do think for as much as we were joking about it, I do actually think the reason this movie is stuck with me as long as it has is because it is really well constructed. The twists Mm -hmm. that happen are uh, not egregious, excessive. And, uh, and there are too many, but they all make sense in the context of the movie. And you can't say that there isn't setup for them. Yeah. Like when they happen, you go, you, you get the, I think you get the right response, which is like, whoa. And then, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and the way he did that was he said, he, uh, he's been very vocal about, it, he wrote this script backwards. Yeah. So he had the the last scene, knew where it was starting from, knew what the initial twist would be, and then worked his way backwards. What this ended up being in the rehearsal room and in the shooting room, according to Matt Dillon, was there would be extensive hours of them discussing the motivation behind every little choice and who's lying to whom and who's aware that they're lying and what the purpose of that lie is for any given reason. Love it. It's it's amazing to think that that much thought and mental gymnastics went into wild things. I wild. love it. Wild stuff. Wild stuff.
0: Wild things.
1: Um. But yeah, so the, the I guess if we want to jump back into any moments that you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense knowing where it is.
0: No, it makes sense. I just think like sometimes in the first half it means that characters can't seem to be making any choices because they need to be so remote that, like, things can work. Like, Kevin Bacon kind of can't do anything in the first half because there needs to be a blank slate for what happens in the second half.
1: Yeah. Kevin Bacon specifically, I think, is the one that comes off the first of, like, the first 20 minutes at this point in his like in the ruse, is like, I kind of don't really know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you tell me what to do, Sam Lombardo. And Sam Lombardo's Welcome like, my just life, leave it up. Yeah, just like leave it up to me. Because the we essentially get the shot of like him meeting uh um Kevin Bacon at the bar, and they're yeah. both wearing terrible Hawaiian shirts, and they're both these scraggly little middle aged men, and <laughs> it's just like it really does feel like a meat cute. It's hilarious. It
0: really does.
1: And and every shot of Ray Duquette we get in this movie, up until this moment, he is in like a full suit in the Florida heat. Mm-hmm. He seems like a real by the books dude. Yeah. Once we get the reveal that he is actually like a scumbag, every other scene of Kevin Bacon, he is wearing a short sleeve Hawaiian shirt or like, nothing at all. Or nothing at all. And it's just hilarious because the scene where they meet, he's like, obviously just slept with like a sex worker. And he's at this bar slamming down rum and cokes with Matt Dillon. Yep. <laughs> Which Real sounds scumbag like shit. Scumbag shit and an adorable date. Yeah. Wow. Man, anything else we want to hit?
0: No, I feel like we covered it all.
1: I feel like we covered it all. Would you have preferred to see the version of the movie where Neve Campbell was her, was her half-aunt?
0: Ian, I'm not going to lie. Any extra twist, I'm in. Yeah. Let's get, like, you could have added a half hour onto this movie. And, like, and added, like, the Bill Murray's been behind it this whole time. And I would have been, like, sick.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, the first half of this movie is problematic and dated. The second half of this movie is wild and absolutely awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I weirdly feel like the first half... And not even the first half, like the first like 20 to 30 minutes even. Like the first act of the movie.
0: The first act of the movie is a lifetime movie.
1: Is a lifetime movie. And then everything after that you go, this is why I go to the, the movies. Yeah, and
0: then it like it dives off the deep end and you're like, yeah.
1: Yeah, this yeah. movie rocks.
0: You're like, this movie fucking slaps.
1: Yeah. Um, I kind of think... Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. It's just got a lot in it that I just I, I very much admire. And as I get older, the reasons for this movie having been in my life mm-hmm. kind of fade and it becomes a like, no, I want this movie in my life, but for very different reasons yeah. than I initially did, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I would go, do you wanna play the budget game?
0: Ooh, okay. Or do you
1: want to start doing some some other little tidbits of trivia?
0: Budget. Let's do budget All and right, then let's we'll do go budget. to trivia. Budget. Budget. Mm-hmm. 30 mil.
1: Okay. 20 mil. Little a little bit of a smaller budget. There was part wanted to go
0: 8.5 mil. Just because oh. I was like, that's how much. Okay. But 20 mil. Okay. 20 okay. mil.
1: How much do you think it made?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Because I think this movie became a cult hit as it went on. Yeah, but I also know that there's a sequel.
1: There are four sequels.
0: Shit. Um, I'm gonna say this movie made fifty mil.
1: Sixty three.
0: Wow, for like this movie was a an hit. Adult movie too. Like m- a movie like this could not get put out today and make that money.
1: No way. No way. This, way. this movie this goes movie, straight to Netflix. Yeah, this movie goes straight to Netflix. This movie
0: absolutely is a straight to Netflix. We never talk about it past like the first two days it's out.
1: Yeah, and that's so sad. And that's what I'm talking about is we don't get movies like this anymore. Yeah. Like, Like I'll erotic and,
0: thrillers. Like, there has to be some sort of, like, twist to it.
1: Yeah, like, they they almost did one. And if it was a better movie, then I'd be recommending it. But, like, one that came out last year that I'm, I don't know if you're going to recommend it. So, I didn't want to spoil it. Um, we'll see. Maybe. What is but, it? Uh, it's, it's, never is mind. Is it we'll about
0: voyeurism? It. Yes yes
1: okay well then i'll have we'll, we'll talk, talk, about, about, it it. It. We'll talk um, about
0: it we'll talk about it we'll talk about it because it's my recommendation yes
1: oh great um but yeah uh, this movie had a 63 or sorry a 67 percent on rotten tomatoes all right so pretty good rotten tomato score that most seems of the about ro- right most of the reviews are like this movie fucking knows what it is it's a down and dirty b movie um fucking roger ebert gave it three stars. <laughs> Said it was a collision of softcore porn, lifetime movies, and a B-movie. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. He's not awesome.
0: wrong. He's not that's wrong.
1: exactly what it is. Um, this movie did win the MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss.
0: Of course it did.
1: Yeah. How I, I, not? Just, I do
0: want to say really quickly about the kisses that the thing that I found most upsetting about them was that was the sound design.
1: This is oh, a movie yeah. that
0: likes its mouth sounds. Yes, it does. And I did not care for that. Yeah. You know how I feel about mouth sounds,
1: Ian. I, I don't care for them. them. Yeah. I don't it like feels to like it...
0: hear kisses.
1: <laughs> feels like anytime, uh, anytime any sort of sexual anything happens, the volume gets turned way, way up. Yeah. And it's not fun.
0: It's a lot of like.
1: And a lot of like. Ah. Uh, ah. Oh. Uh, Matt um, Dillon definitely was giving off strong Keanu Reeves vibes as well in this yeah. movie. Yeah.
0: I would have loved uh, to see Keanu Reeves in this role. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He would have been great. Right? Yeah. He kind of does that in that Eli Roth movie that came out a few years ago. He kind oh, of plays Oh, yeah. But that movie is like genuinely pretty upsetting.
0: <laughs> yeah, and bad from what I've heard.
1: It's not good. I'm ashamed to say I've seen that. Knock well. knock. Yeah, it's not good. Um, you know, you watch it for the same reasons you watch Wild Things, and then you, uh, and that's it. It's done. Uh, great. Then Lauren, like we always do at this time, would you recommend Wild Things in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two?
0: I think this is a tricky one because I, I do think that the, the, the first act is pretty dated, mm-hmm. but I also think if you can get past, and I do think like there is like, I don't know. I think I don't know how much of this movie like holds up. I think, like, usually I judge the recommendation based on, does this movie hold up? Yes. And I kind of have to separate the two. Because Mm -hmm. this movie is extremely dated and pretty fucked up and problematic. But. Yes. If you understand all of that Mm -hmm. and, like, can get on board for the camp, then I think that it's a really fun watch. I would Hell say, yeah. like, maybe don't put it on a party because people will think you're a psycho. Yeah. But if you are having a night in with your partner.
1: <laughs> so many qualifiers.
0: And then, and, like, you know, it's you and a partner or you and, a like, a close friend. Mm-hmm. And you have that, like, you know, that, that level of understanding of, like, I'm going to watch something trashy. then I think this is a pretty good choice. I I, I don't know I had a good time I went in like bare minimum expectations for the first act my butthole's pretty clenched (laughs) and was like I don't think I'm gonna like this and then the twist started coming and it recontextualized everything and I was like oh this is trash okay okay yeah and I just liked it more and more with every successive twist
1: can I can I ask you something yes so this is your second time watching it. Did you enjoy it more knowing where it was going to go? And knowing what the first act is setting up?
0: Mm, it's fun. It's interesting because yes and no. I enjoyed hmm. the first act more. Knowing what was coming and what it was setting up. But the the second and third acts loved so much more the first time I watched it. For pure just like, what? Oh, Sure. Um, just for like the experience of of having that first time um, so it, it probably it holds up as a movie better the second time yeah but I think that they, there was a fun experience in like you and I watching this together for the first time and yeah. experiencing that
1: I want to say I've seen this movie now probably like in total maybe th- three or four times all the way through mm-hmm. uh and I, I really do think every time I watch it, I enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, like, I almost bumped up my my review of this movie th- on this viewing. I, I mean, for me, this is, like, an unbelievably strong recommend. I love this movie. I think it's fucking <laughs> awesome. I Like, I, I, no shame. I think this movie's great. I think it's a really, great. really awesome movie. I think it is so fucking... Yeah, it's problematic, like incredibly problematic, (laughs) but I also don't think you can accuse this movie of not knowing what it wants to be. And I think this movie is exactly what it wants to be. And the only, like, if the only thing that I can really say about it as a criticism Mm -hmm. is like, oh, I wish it had done this or this, and then I find out actually the original script did do that. Mm Mm-hmm. In fact, and in some areas went harder, but the studio just like, we weren't ready for wild We weren't things. ready for this. Like, I can't fault the movie for that. I really like, can't. I feel like
0: a version of this movie where we did have the ant twist and we did have the Kevin Bacon extra twist, this movie would be absolutely fucking rad.
1: It'd be incredible. Like, it really would be. Um, it would but really it be like, now,
0: holy shit, so ahead of its time. This shit is trash, but I love it.
1: Yeah, like this to me. Uh, the The main thing I want with this movie is at some point in my life I want to go to like a midnight screening of this film.
0: Yeah, at like
1: the music box, I want it to be jam packed. I want to like everybody to be drinking and having a good time watching Wild Things, and like yeah. this, the way that we saw cats at the music box, it's like yeah. I just think that there is an audience for this movie. Yeah, if everyone's you bring screaming
0: Sam Lombardo every time someone says Sam Lombardo.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. And we get like, you get like craft cocktails that are like, I'd like to have the Sam Lombardo, the Ray Duquette. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. The Ray Duquette would be a fucking dacker. You know it would be. It would be oh my a dacker with yeah. a big old banana in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know great. it would. And like we always do at this time, is there a modern analog for this movie in 2022? Lauren, I will start with you.
0: Um, I want to recommend an Amazon film that Ian already alluded to. <laughs> um, And it is called The Voyeurs.
1: Yes, um, it is, Lauren. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, because we
0: don't, I really don't think, like, to, to be a cliche, we don't make movies like Wild Things anymore. No. And at least we don't make them for a wide audience. So you do have to go to streaming for it. And I think streaming has a lot of really bad versions of this that doesn't, that don't understand what makes this movie good. Um, or at least make it, not maybe not make it good, but makes it fun. Yes. A lot of, you have movies that overcorrect into the sex side of things and you have movies that overcorrect into the silly side of things. But like you don't have movies that are just like that that know how to toe that line. Yeah. And how to have a little like the right doses of camp throughout. Um and uh, you know The Voyeurs is not a perfect movie. It is basically just like a Hitchcock riff um, and, and, like it's just it's it's basically like um oh my god I'm blanking it's on rear my,
1: window meets it's, basic instinct
0: yes that's a, that is a fantastic, fantastic way to put it. It's just about a couple that starts looking into the the apartment across from them that has a bunch of a bunch of like you know floor to ceiling windows, windows. <laughs> floor to ceiling windows and they they start like re, re, like you know revitalizing their relationship by watching this other hot couple fuck. And then they start to see stuff happening, and it's Shanna Sweeney from Euphoria. You may have mentioned dicks on dicks on dicks. Um, did you say Justice Shanna Smith, Sweeney? Sorry, not Shanna Sweeney. Oh my God, Sh- who is it? What Sydney
1: Sweeney. Put Sydney some respect Sweeney. on this woman's name. Shanna
0: Sweeney is someone I went to college with. I did not mean to say that. Um, Shanna, not to a disrespect
1: you, you, Shanna, but like put some respect on Sydney Sweeney's name. Sorry, you know? she's I- a rising star.
0: You know what? She's great. She's great on the White Lotus.
1: She's fucking awesome on the White Lotus.
0: Right <laughs> on the White Lotus, lover on the White Lotus. Um, and very funny yeah.
1: on Euphoria this season so, so far as well. It's very
0: much a it's it's very much a an erotic thriller. That's you know it's it's also got twists on twists on twists. Um, and it does have nudity. It has sex. It has like right this-
1: when you think this movie is gonna go completely nude free. There is, like, an unbelievably yep. prolonged graphic sex scene. Much That's, like
0: this movie. Much like yeah. much like this, where it's, like, it is kind of, like, you think it's going to be, like, a courtroom drama, and then there's a threesome. Like, this one is also just, like, you think it's going to be this sad thing about how this woman has, like, fallen into just, like, obsession and lost her, her boyfriend, and then, like, ah, booms. Um, <laughs> and it's also just very Yeah, silly. that was the reaction. Um, Justice <laughs> Smith is doing a voice that I've never heard him make. Um, and it's confusing, but it's very fun. Um, there's characters who are not who they, who they pretend to be. There's like, you think you reach a reasonable amount of twist and then there's 20 minutes of the movie left. And so there's more twist coming. You can just feel it.
1: And you're like, and, how did Neil Lebut get his hands on this yeah, script? I, I think
0: that that's kind of what makes it the, like the wild things analog for me is that it, it hits a, a, uh, a reasonable amount of twist and then keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's why I recommend it because I just think it's fun. It's very similar. Like Ian and I turned it on at like 11 PM one night on a lark and it's not going to stick with me for a long, long period of time, but I did have a great time while I was watching it because it was very silly and very fun.
1: Yeah. 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 I liked, I liked the voyeurs more than I wanted more, not more than I wanted to more than I thought I would. I think my, my thing with that movie that I feel like, I like it's like more movies like that, but just double down on the plot. Because yeah. that's the one thing that I think Wild Things has in space is it's kind of got the enough plot for nine movies and yeah. they do it in under two hours. The voyeurs felt like you had enough plot for a 30 minute short that you stretched mm-hmm. into a two hour movie.
0: Yeah. Wild but, Things Revival HBO miniseries when. Oh um, my
1: god, do it. And put Sydney Sweeney in it, you know? Let's yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, Jean, she's still playing yours? high schoolers. I'm I'm torn. I'm torn between a couple options, but I'm going to go with my gut, even though it doesn't feel as apropos of this. Uh, I'm going to go with the new Scream that just came out Great. as my recommendation, because I think that there's there's something, A, that is so unbelievably and beautifully 90s about Wild Things. Um, and that also bleeds into the Scream franchise, which obviously started two years before with Neve Campbell, who is in Wild Things. She's been in all five of these Scream movies. She's in this one as well. Uh, There's something about uh, that I love and respect about Wild Things being a movie that knows what it is and kind of goes full force towards being that movie. And I think for the first time in, you know, at the very least for the first time in almost 20 years, we get a Scream movie that really feels like it is not just back in the meta-narrative of Scream, but back in the fun that a Mm meta-narrative can be. Um, And in the same way that I laughed at, you know, things that I shouldn't in this movie and have a great time in in, like subject matters that are not fun or you should have a great time in in this movie. Uh, I had a great time at Scream. I thought it was a blast. So I'm going to go with that. Fantastic. Another movie you should watch at midnight and like just kind of have a couple drinks and not take too seriously and have a good time. Fantastic. Wonderful. uh,
0: Were there any more like pieces of trivia that you wanted to share about this one?
1: Uh no, did you find any on your thirteen? I list? did
0: not. I did not. They were mainly ones you'd already brought up.
1: Yeah, no, that's those are the ones. There's a lot of history about this. There's a couple really good oral histories about this hmm. online you can read. Oh, um, well, I'm
0: gonna read these.
1: Yeah, but I I just think Wild Things is you know it's it's a it's a deep text. It's on Netflix oh, yeah. right now. That's another reason uh, what we're trying to do moving forward is to do movies that are exclusively showing on streaming so that people can find them and watch along with us. So we will keep you updated on what we're doing next. Lauren, talk to us about The Vanishing Act.
0: Um, the Vanishing Act is our scripted podcast. You can find Ooh. it wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. We've got season one and two out currently. It also has a bunch of twists. Um, it's maybe not as sexy as wild things, but I do think it's pretty crazy.
1: The visuals are. You just can't yes. see them.
0: Oh, yeah. You just can't see them. Everyone is definitely hotter than everyone in Wild Things.
1: It's Denise Richards playing everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can check us out um, on all social media at Vanishing Pod or at www.vanishingpod.com.
1: A-O. Also, feel free to listen to the Living Force podcast on the Utini Podcast Network. That is Eric Eilerson's uh, Star Wars Extended Universe podcast for all of your Extended Universe Star Wars needs. Thank you very much for listening, folks. Please be safe out there. The Kron is running rampant. Get boosted if you can. And if you have not already, be safe. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and, uh, you know, try your damnedest to have a good 2022. We love you. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Sam Lombardo.